Welcome to issue 7 of The Two-Butt Rule. Science is all about butts. Scientists love butts. Take their butts away and you're going to turn your lab full of geniuses into a jungle gym of tantrum-prone toddlers. Science is all about butts. That's the scientific process. Form a hypothesis and then go to work diligently trying to tear it down. But that won't work. But also that won't work. And we don't even know how to figure out if this other thing won't work. Rather than trying to prove their assumptions, scientists often construct what's called the null hypothesis, typically written as H0 or H0. For example, if they believe that a new drug candidate reduces heart disease, they'll employ the null hypothesis, which asserts that it has no such effect. Then they conduct experiments, administering it to half of a randomly selected population and observing the effects. If the group that didn't receive the drug develops heart disease significantly more than the group that did, then the null hypothesis is rejected. That doesn't mean that they can conclude that the drug works, only that there's some level of confidence that it had an effect. And yes, this case is vastly oversimplified. On the surface, this approach seems pretty negative. But in a deeper sense, it shows great positivity. The scientific method is expensive. It takes time. You can grow old looking for a way to run practical experiments and waiting for them to produce conclusive results. That level of diligence requires immense reserves of hope and faith. It takes patience, something in short supply in a world where both science deniers and science promoters engage in lazy, short-term thinking based on little actual evidence or careful experimentation. Part 2. But that breaks the laws of physics, but it wouldn't if. Today, computers plod step-by-step step through a series of ones and zeros to make calculations. Quantum computers are different. They aim to answer certain questions many millions of times faster than normal computers could. They do this by carefully preparing and measuring the properties of subatomic particles. A manager from one of these early research labs working on quantum computers was dining out when over the back of his booth he overheard two friends discussing quantum computing. He struck up a conversation and discovered that they had just started a company to build quantum computers. He asked, but what are you going to do about the decoherence problem? Decoherence refers to the nettlesome habit of subatomic particles interacting with the environment and introducing errors that render them useless. We're still in high school, one of them said. We figure you'll solve that by the time we graduate from college. That was the year 2000. Even now, over 20 years later, Experts predict that it will take another decade or more before we know how to build quantum computers that can really do what we hope they can. Scientists have many more rounds of, but that breaks the laws of physics, but it wouldn't if, to go. The young entrepreneurs had their timing wrong, but not their faith in the tenacity of the scientists that have been working in this field for decades. Imagine walking into a room of these scientists and saying, Okay, everyone, we're going to brainstorm today. There are no bad ideas. Please refrain from killer phrases, meaning no one should challenge anyone's assumptions. They might indulge you, but they won't respect you. You've instituted a no-but policy on people who have a long history of evidence supporting the belief that embracing their butts is the best path to developing ideas with impact. This concludes the seventh episode of The Two-Butt Rule by John Wolpert and Ashley Waters. If you liked this episode, please like and share it wherever you get your podcasts, and consider taking out a subscription at johnwolpert.substack.com.